Moed Katan Yutesamud Bez, Gematria, a key to divine intention. The Gemara says, This is one of the few cases where the Gemara actually deals with the Gematria, not only as a, as a homiletic, but as a, as a halachic method of understanding. The difference between a Doraisa and a Dorabon, and whether a law, whether a halacha comes from the Torah or it comes from the Rabbon, and there's a difference in essence. It's not just a, a question of where does it originate from. When a law is a, a Torah law, it's a Doraisa. It's a law in the sense of, uh, as we use the term with, uh, if, if I talk about the law of gravity, it's not that somebody got together and decided to make a law called gravity. It's embedded into the creation. That's what the law of gravity means. And there are lots of laws in different areas of life. The law of supply and demand and economics. That's built into the Bria. That's how the world works. When a Doraisa is about how the world works, when, when we're analyzing, is this a Doraisa de Rabbon? Does it come from the Torah from the rabbis? <coughs> the question is, is this a law like the law of gravity? Or is this a law like the law that you must drive on the right-hand side of the road? Uh, that's a law that in, in some peculiar countries like England and South Africa and Australia, they can change that law. But you can't change the law of gravity. They're two different concepts of law. We use the same word, but they're different. So a Doraisa is like a, a, a law embedded into the Bria. It's how Hashem built the world. And the Rabbonans are behaviors that the Rabbonans have legislated for all sorts of reasons. And we treat them differently. And this piece of Gomorrah is, is an interesting example where we're looking at the law that an Ovel has to, has to be in a state of mourning. An Ovel for a parent has to be in a state of mourning or for a close relative for 30 days, which we call the Shloshim. Where does the Shloshim come from? What is the, what is the origin of the Shloshim is what this Gemara deals with. The Shloshim, Yominadon, where do we get this din of Shloshim, particularly about not cutting hair, not shaving for 30 days? Says the Gemara, Yalif para, para minozir. We learn it from the repetition of the word, of the word para in, in the case of Nazir. So this is a kind of a gzera shava. The, the word is used in one area, the same word is used in another area. There are similarities between the two areas. Ktiv hacha roshichem al tifra. In the case of Nadav and Aviyu dying, um, the, the Aaron and his, and his sons are told by Hashem, as we've learned already, don't allow um, your hair to grow. In other words, you, you may and must shave your hair, you must trim your hair, uh, even though you're an Avel. And from that we learn, that was for them. But, but all other Avelim, all other mourners, don't cut their hair. But why, where, for, where do we get for 30 days? Uh, the Nazir also must grow, and the same word appears, must allow his hair to grow. The Nazir is for 30 days. If a person just says, I'm going to be a Nazir, that's for 30 days. Um, uh, unless he specifies, I'm going to do it for a year, or I'm going to do it forever. So it's 30 days. And so where do we go? Let's track back to the origin. So we've said, yes, we learn Avelut, that you've got a Shloshim for Avelut, we learn from Nazir. And Nazir, where do we get from that Nazir is 30 days? That's what a Stam Nazir is. When we say Stam Nazir, it's 30 days. My timer. And and where does the, where does that come from? Now the, the idea the word my time is interesting because because literally it means what is the reason for? But the Gemara answers with a reference. Where do we where is it reference? So when the Gemara says my time, if we're looking to know is this a drabonan or the 
then that, that's important and that's, that's the time in order to understand what type of halakha is this. Amakra Kodesh Yeh, the Torah says, you shall be, he shall be holy with the Nazir. Yeh Yeh Begematria Tlatin Havu. You add up the year, year you've got you've got the numeric value of thirty, and there we see you've got thirty days. Says the Rosh in Nazir, where this with this Gemara appears, Gemirila. It would appear that this isn't worked out from the gematria. We don't make halachot from gematrias. This was taught. This is a Masura. This was handed down from from Sinai. gematria, and the, and the Chazal say. And there's a reference to it in the Torah. It's not as if this is the source, this is the reference. Because this is not one of the 13 midot by which the Torah is, is learned. We list the 13 midot every morning when we say the Bryce of Rabbi Yishmael. There are 13 methods of logic from which if we extrapolate, if we extrapolate from the Torah using those methods, those 13 methods, then the result of that extrapolation is a Doraisa, even though it's not written in the Torah. Um, and but, but gematria is not one of them. So if the source of the law of Shloshim is a gematria, it clearly isn't a halacha Doraisa in the sense of this is embedded into the Bria. And we'll see an interesting difference between if it's embedded into the Bria or not. But before we even do that, it's important to appreciate that this is not just a random, count up the letters, and if the letters were 41, then it would be 41 days Shloshim, wouldn't be Shloshim. Or if it was 60, it would be 60 days Shloshim. It's, it's not that. It's the gematria indicates to us the meaning of the word Yihye. Yihye means he shall be. Kodesh Yihye, he shall be. What we learn from here is being means 30 days. So where do we see that, for example? So we've got the Gemara and Shabbos that Rabbi Shumim Gamliel says, Once a baby has, has survived 30 days, it's no longer a miscarriage. Until 30 days, as the Rambam Paskins and the Gemara brings, if, if a baby of less than 30 days passes away, we don't care, there's no Avelut, because the child has not yet been a year, has not yet lived. So the idea of, of, of year, yes, you count it up and it's 30, but it's much more than that. It's telling you what the word year means. Being, existing, means an existence of 30 days. We're learning on Shabbos Mavorchim every Shabbos as we did yesterday. The, um, this, this Shabbos, the um, power of, the, of each of the months and what, how we can access the spiritual power of, of each month. And how long have we got to develop that capacity of accessing that power? A month, 30 days, that's what we have, because that's year, year. So as we learned in the, the month of Adar, the power is playfulness. So you've got a month. Today, we, this time, we've got two months. But normally, you've got a month, 30 days to develop that capacity of playfulness. Uh, because if you do it for 30 days, then, then you've got it. Modern research also says it takes 30 days to establish a habit. If you do something, if you're going to institute something, whether in your business or in your own life, be very meticulous to make sure it's carried out every day for 30 days. Because once it's carried out every day for 30 days, there's a chance that it will continue. It's a year, yeah, it's become part of existence. Until 30 days, it's not in existence. It's just a good idea. It's a fad. It's something you've tried. But if you do it every day for 30 days, you come to Shachris early every day for 30 days, you come to the Mahmoudi Mishir every day for 30 days, it becomes a habit. Until, until then, it's difficult. Until it's a habit, every morning you've got to say, should I, shouldn't I? But once you've done it 30 consecutive days, it becomes normal. It becomes the... It becomes a routine. So, that, so there's a lot of 
of Chachma, there's a lot of wisdom in this gematria. It's not just the counting up of letters as gematria usually are, if it's a, if it's a proper gematria by, by Chazal. What is the difference if it's a Doraisa? In this case, if Shloshim is a Doraisa or it's a Drabonin, we see that in, in Tosfus. Tosfus says a, a very interesting, how far does this learning from Nazir go? There are those who say, says Tosfus, that an Avel during Shloshim can't even comb his hair. Why not? What we're worried about is the same as on Shabbos. We're worried about he'll pull out a hair by mistake. Because as we learn with a Nazir, a Nazir is allowed to wash his hair, but he can't comb his hair for that reason, because he might pull out hairs and he's not allowed to. And we learn Avel from Nazir we've just seen. It says, Because there's a proper Isur, and because even if he picks out one hair, that's, you know, a, a, a Nazir is not allowed to do that. But when you come to Avelut, now here's an example when we're dealing with the Dirabonin, you can reason, you can use logic. It's not like gravity. I can't reason with gravity and say, but in this case, maybe gravity doesn't apply. Can't do that with it's a Doraisa. You can do that with the Rabbonins. So now the question is, can we reason with this law? Can we say a Nazir, even though a Nazir can't comb his hair, that's Doraisa. Can't mess with that. But, but an Avel, is that Doraisa or not? Because that will determine whether it's only cutting the hair that is Asur, but combing, even if it pulls out a few hairs, not the end of the world. What do we say? No, the Torah says not. But by Avelut Shehu Mishum Yipui, there's a different reason for it. So you see Tosfus, this is a beautiful example of where we use reasoning and how. Tosfus is saying, yes, there's a law that a Nazi can't cut the hair, and there's a law that an Ovel can't cut the hair. And we learn the one from the other, but for different reasons. It's true we learn from the one from the other, but it's not a complete Gezerah Shava where this makes it a complete Doraisa. If it were so, we couldn't mess with it. Then the Ovel wouldn't be allowed to comb his hair in case he plucks her hair, and that would be an Isodoraisa. But a, a, a prohibition of the Torah. But since that isn't the case, we can work with it, and we can say the reason for not cutting the hair for a nazir that's because the hair has a din nazir. The hair has a din of nazirut. There's a certain kedusha attached to the hair. To the hair, there's a difference when a law attaches to an object or a law attaches to a subject as as a behavior. If the law is you have to do A, B, and C, you can reason with that. You can say why. What's the reason that we have to do A, B, and C? Maybe in this case, we don't have to do A, B, and C. But when a law attaches to an object, this object is treif. This is a piece of chaza. Now, you can't start reasoning, yeah, but maybe at, in this time it's not, and in our times it's not, and in this country it's not. You can't reason with it. It's attached to the object. The hair of the nazir has the din of nazirut, so you can't pull out a hair. That's what, the, what it is. But, it, but with avail, it's not that. It's got nothing to do with the hair. It's got to do with the behavior. Are you going to focus on your own appearance or are you going to be thinking about the Avelut? That's what's important. Since the thing is, what it's dealing with, the reason you can't cut your hair is for because of purposes of grooming. We're not worried about the odd hair that you pull out because you're combing your hair. Uvishayat till you know, after Rivol, the Rivol was the Talmud of Rashi. The Rivol, in fact, even saw Rashi's Rebbe. So the Rivo is a very early Baltosfot of the German school, although he studied with Rashi. He went to he, he studied with Rashi, but the, but he started really there was he was his was the beginning of the German school of Tosfot. There were these two in schools of Tosfot, the, the German school and the French school, and the Rivo was from the German school, but it all comes from Rashi. 
And he says, I asked my Rebbe the Revo, I'm not sure who this Tosfus is, it might be Rabbi Natam. Rabbi Natam and the Revo definitely had contact. This is 12th century, early 11th, late 11th century. Rabbi Natam and Revo, so maybe this is Rabbi Natam. He said, I asked my teacher the Revo, and he agreed. He was Matthew, he allowed this. Where does this, we see this also expressed clearly in the Maram Rutenberg. We've talked often how important the Maram Rutenberg is, because he's the end of the period of Tosfus and the beginning of the period of the Halachists, such as the Rosh. Um, the Rosh is a Talmud of the Maram Rutenberg. The Maram Rutenberg himself is a Talmud of the Baletos, with the Orzarua and others. And the, the Maram Rutenberg brings in a tshuva as well. You can comb your hair as, a, as an ovel, even though we learn it from Nazir. Uh, he says, This is not a complete drasha. If this was a complete drasha using a proper gzera shava, then this would be a doraisa. If it's a doraisa, there's no reasoning. The whole din avelut ba'alma levad miyom rishon havidrabonin. So here we see he's developing. Um, the idea already that Avilut is Dirabonan, other than the first day, which is Doraisa, the rest is Dirabonan. Once it's Dirabonan, we can start reasoning. Does it apply here? Does it apply there? What is the purpose of it? Does the purpose make sense here? Then we can start reasoning with it. So the uh, the Maram Rutenberg brings it, and we saw in the Rosh, the Rosh following the school of his Rebbe, and saying, don't take this gematria as a Doraisa. It's an Asmachta. We're just showing that there's a linkage to it, but not a real thing. So, so what we learn today is the important, the, the, how we view a Doraisa and the Dirabonin differently. One is a law that's embedded into the Bria, and one is a behavioral law. If, the, if it's a behavioral law, we can use our logic to work out where and how it applies. If it's a law that's embedded into the Bria, there's no logic attached to it, it's just how it is, and we can't mess with it, that's a Doraisa. And we're investigating whether the law of Shloshim of an Avil not cutting his hair for 30 days is Doraisa or Dorabonin. What's the difference? If it's Doraisa, then like a Nazir, even if he combs his hair and the hair falls out, that would be a problem. If it's Dorabonin, then we say, what is the reason he can't cut his hair? It's because of Yipui, because of looking good and grooming. If that's the case and, and a hair happens to come out because he's combing his hair, that wouldn't be a problem in the case of Avelut, but it would be a problem in the case of Nazir. Uh, and in so doing, we also have an example of the power of a gematria, and we see how the gematria is not just a little thing of add up the letters and see what it is, but it's really an understanding that's passed down to us of the very essence of the meaning of the word. Because in Loshana Kodesh, in the, in, in the language of the Torah, every word has multiple layers of meaning, and one has to take them all into account. Loshana Kodesh is a word with, with a small, it's a language with a small vocabulary which means that every word, it's, it's rich in an opposite way from English. English, there are many words for the same idea, each with a slightly different angle, so, that, so it's rich in that sense. Loshan HaKodesh is rich that there are very few words, uh, and one word means many, many different things. And all of those things are part of its meaning. So one has to look at the multi-layers of, of a word, one of which is its arithmetic value, in order to understand what that word really means. And the word yihiyeh, exist, to be, is 30 because it takes 30 days to create an existence.